everyone. Welcome back to, well, 2019 for starters. This is the first podcast of the year after my little uh, Chrissy break hiatus. I think that's what a hiatus is. Don't actually know. Anyway, um, this year is going to be so exciting. For says I'm having a baby in like two and a half months. So that's pretty exciting um, slash terrifying. Uh and what else is happening? Got so many awesome guests lined up. Um, people that are way more, not way more famous, actually genuine, actually famous, not more famous, actually famous. Um, and also experts that are actual experts. So <laughs> less from me, more from other cooler people, which is awesome. We all love that. Um, what else is happening? Not much else. That's all I've got to say. Um, we've got a lot to cover before this baby exits me in a few months' time. So, like, let's just make the most of the next two months and just do some really cool shit and have some great chats. Um, and then I'll, like, probably just be, you know, sleep-deprived and unable to exist. So then I'll disappear. So anyway, let's just get into it. Today I have the beautiful Brooke Styles. If you don't know who Brooke Styles is, you either don't have social media or you're like over 40. Um, <laughs> that's the only reason that I can think why you Or you're don't. over 40 and have a fake account. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you probably know her if you're over 40 and you're maybe a weird creepy guy. <laughs> <laughs> no profile picture guy. Yeah, just some like weird like Indian guy. <laughs> Brooks Brooke is an influencer. Um, if that term makes you feel uncomfortable, just get over yourself and just get with the times. That's a real thing these days. Um, don't be jelly because you're not getting friend, sent free shit. So, <laughs> um, so Brooke, I so I've I've asked Brooke to come on because not only is she. Gorgeous and beautiful and um, an amazing influence to a lot of young girls, especially. Um, but she's just gone through, I don't know, I guess it was like, it was a real change in... Oh, it was a massive wake-up call for me. Yeah, totally. Yeah, and like, and I guess you share everything with the world. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was, you know, something that was shared with all of us. Um, you went, you realised that you don't want to be... I guess living the fake—I don't know—be a part of the fake Instagram yeah, world. Do you I reckon? I don't want to be another one of those girls with a protein shake, pretty much. Yeah, and, and I have always kind of been that person that wants to make a difference, and I realized that my following was the ticket there to get to that, and so I started using that to make a difference, and that's why I've started Full of Love Club. Yeah, so Full of Love Club. Now this is like literally what's it been? Three weeks, three or four weeks? It hasn't or been something. that in a week. <laughs> That's so nuts. So tell tell us, okay, for starters, tell everyone what Full of Love Club is and tell us how it came about. Yeah. So Full of Love Club is an online safe space for young men and women to talk about mental health, body positivity, um, self-love and self-confidence. And then I've turned it into an event space as well because I think some people sometimes they either don't feel comfortable talking online or they don't feel t- comfortable talking in person. So it was kind of to hit both birds with one stone like having both yeah um so it kind of came about on this one day where I literally was sitting at home over Christmas break and I didn't have that red pretty dress to put on Instagram and that's literally what happened and I cried in my room all day because I knew that I wasn't going to go to this family event and get an Instagram photo like everyone else on Instagram does so how crazy is that I was just like why why am I why do I even think like that like why am I expecting myself 
to look prim and proper for my family who sees me every single day of my life. Makeup, no makeup. Pimples, no pimples. Like, they see me every single day and know exactly what I look like since I was a child. But all of a sudden, on Christmas Day, I've got to look proper for them. Like, and that's because Instagram's told me that. And so this massive wake-up call of why am I living through Instagram because of what other people tell me I need to look like? Like, it Mm. came to that realisation, like, why am I looking like someone else because Bali Body told me I had to look tan or why am I like covering my pimples because Maybelline says she looks natural like that like that's like the kind of message I was getting from Instagram like yes we've always had print media but now it's so accessible to all of us because of our phones so I made this massive realization change that I'm now one of these people that are influencing younger people that they have to look perfect all the time. But what we think is perfect all the time. Yeah. And I no longer want to be like that because I don't want my sister to be like that. Like, I don't want her to look up at me and say, oh, Brooke's Brooke's got everything. She gets all the free stuff and she always looks perfect in photos. But actually, I see Brooke at home and she doesn't look like that. But (laughs) (laughs) But then I have a cousin and I don't want her to think like that. And so that's kind of how the ball rolled as like, I want to be a better influence than just that influence online. Yeah, well, that and the thing is, like, Instagram is, I mean, it's pictures, right? Yeah. And it's all, like, and it's turned into this uh, highlight reel of lives. And people are so obsessed yeah, they with, only like, show yeah, lives. Yeah, and we, it is, like, a Photoshop life that we are portraying online. Like, we're only showing the best side of us, or we're only showing the highlights. We're only showing Christmas because it's a happy time, or we're only showing when we bought a new car, or we're only showing when we're going on holiday. But in reality... What's that? What? Not even 50% of our actual year that we're doing that? Like, we're only showing what we select to show. And I think it's just like mental health wise, it's just ruining us. Like, we are so, our minds are hacked because of Instagram that we think we should look a certain way. And that was like, yeah, that was my massive movement. Well, it's just like really good marketing, really, isn't it? And I mean, that's like, you know, that's where a lot of marketing happens these days is through social media and you know companies aren't going to make money off um girls with no insecurities who don't need makeup who don't need boob jobs who don't need who are completely happy with how they look i think if we have a movement though that could definitely change oh and that's yeah i agree and that's the thing the good thing about social media as opposed to um i guess you know magazines or anything like that is that we are actually in control of how we oh yeah it's it's like a you can choose your feed. You can choose who you yeah. follow to pop up on your feed to influence you into different ways. So if you want to choose the girls that do the protein shakes because you do gym stuff, then then go ahead, like follow them. It's good for you and your mindset when you're doing gym. But if you're not into that, why are you following it? Because it's just going to make you depressed that you don't look like that. Totally. Yeah. And it's so true. I had that realization like a few years ago. Um, where I was sitting there flicking through Instagram and all my friends were doing the same as well. You know, we sit there and things I would I would see a photo and be like that makes me feel like shit that makes me feel like Mm. shit that person makes me feel like shit and I'm like why the fuck am I following these people that make me feel like balls when I get to sit there and go unfollow yeah like so then I started getting rid of all those people if I was going through my Instagram and I saw a photo I went that doesn't make me feel good or that's inauthentic Mm -hmm. um and I don't resonate with it I'd fuck it off yeah and now it's like I can actually make the most out of Instagram because I'm not just sitting there following the people that you're told to follow because it, it becomes almost like that. It's like a clicking Oh, yeah, it's like one. a suggestion. Oh, because you follow this one, you should follow this one. Yeah, and so. they're so Insta-famous and they're so this, so like I better mm. follow them as well. And yeah, like you can oh, – it, yeah, it, it, it's so ridiculous. And you think like as someone who is a bit – 
older and how much it affects. Like, you know, a lot of my um, listeners are mums and you'd think, you know, by the time you're 27, in your 30s, like 35 years old, you'd sort of gotten over those insecurities. But it's just like another world once you get into mum club Instagram. Oh, no, definitely. Um, And I think... There's so many influencers out there that go from obviously the bump to nothing yeah. in like 0.2 <laughs> seconds, but they don't think that you don't get stretch marks and like stretch yep. marks are so slammed these days. Like I've, I follow a few girls and I like read the comments and it's, it's the older men. I don't know why it's the older men. They, they have this painted picture of what a woman they're supposed to look like. And when they see stretch marks, they obviously think that's not what a woman is. Oh really? Do they make comments? Oh my gosh. They are <gasps> horrendous. Like I... I personally, before this movement, I used to blur that stuff out because I used to think that wasn't, like, beautiful. Like, I've learned now. But, like, and I've been pretty lucky to not have anyone, like, attack me in that way. And even now that I've opened, they still don't attack me because I think I'm, like, a very positive way of moving to it. But, like, these girls that are sitting down and they have a little bit of that roll that sits over your jeans, which is so normal. Like, everyone (laughs) gets that. Your body. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, These men are attacking them. And it's like, it's those, it's those people that have helped create this. So I think maybe once those people, you know, get off the perch, we might have a bit more luck. But for now, it's like, yeah, it's these people that are helping. That's so nuts. It was really interesting what you were saying before about how, um, like a lot of our insecurities and I actually, I'd go as far as to say all of our insecurities come from what we're told because when you're born, right, that Mm. you're perfect. Like, you're not born coming into the world thinking there's something wrong with you. The only reason you ever think there's something wrong with you is because someone tells you there's something wrong with you. Yeah. So, you know, and it's a trend thing. Like, so for example, when I was in high school, and I'm not that old, I'm young. um, When I was in high school, like, eyebrows were a thing. Like, eyebrows were literally, like, penciled on. It was about having tiny eyebrows. Sperm sperm eyebrow where it's, like, thicker (laughs) at the front and then, like, goes thin. My mum's got them still. We're trying to get rid of them. (laughs) The jizz eyebrows. (laughs) So, like, jizz eyebrows were in. um, Well, not even – it just, like, wasn't even a thing. And, like, it was not a thing to have big, voluptuous lips. As far as I was concerned, like, lips weren't a thing. Having, like, a tiny waist and a big ass wasn't a thing. Like, I – in high school – I personally had very few insecurities. Like <clears throat> I look back at photos and I was skinny, but I wasn't like tiny. I don't know. Like it was just never you even. Were natural. Yeah, I was. You just, were what your body wanted you to be. Absolutely. At that time. I was just yeah. healthy. I was just a young. But like now, girl. it's like these thirteen, fourteen-year-olds are trying to. They're buying the waist trainers because they're told yes. they're supposed to have the skinny waist. And like this ass that like sits out at forty-five degrees, and yeah. you know, and people sit there and go like, "Oh, I got my lips done because I got them done for me. It's not for anyone else." Well, like I actually call bullshit on that because. Oh no, you you saw the Kylie Jenner filter. And yeah, yeah, that's you were told that. That's, that's pretty. what's beautiful. You think that's what's, yeah. And so, and like, you know, it goes, I think with anything. And I mean, it's really hard because even like makeup, all that kind of stuff. And, and like, I'm a hypocrite when I talk because I still put makeup on my face and I still sit there and I criticize my body and, you know, we'll sit there and be like, like lately, cause as I said, I'm getting older, Pe- like people my age and younger are like fully getting Botox, like everywhere. Yeah. And it's people that you would never think. And I remember my friend saying to me, she's like, oh, yeah, I got it right here, like between my eyebrows. And I was like, oh, my God. And I was looking at her and I was like, shit, yes, her 
like her face is like perfect. I didn't even notice, but now that I have, all I can notice is how yeah. I've got this big fuck off line. Like it's like a butt crack down the middle of my eyebrows, <laughs> and I was like, maybe I want Botox. Yeah, but I net, but it's like you don't you don't realize those things until it's like brought to your attention, though. Yeah, and I th- another thing is like like pimples. Like pimples are pretty natural. Like they're they're your body's way of saying there's something wrong. Like you're either totally. in like hormonally, you've got yeah. stress or you're not eating right, right? Yeah. It's your body's way of naturally saying, look, something's wrong. The position in your face where I'm breaking out right now is telling you what's wrong. Like, and we've been told like pimples are gross. Pimples like, yeah, pimples are kind of gross. Let's be real. But like we all get them. Totally. So like, w- I, it was coming to the stage I was like, I would not leave the house without makeup on because, like, I would be scared of one tiny little pimple that I would have on my chin. But, like, it's so natural and everyone gets them, but it's what marketing and media has told us has turned us like that. Yeah, totally. We've been yeah. told. We've been told that we, yeah, that if you have a pimple, it's unattractive. If yeah. you have cellulite, it's unattractive. If you have, yeah, stretch marks, it's unattractive. Which is fucked. Like, who cares? No, like, we all we all go through it. Like, we all get that little roll when we sit down. Like, it's just, I think this warped Photoshop body that we're seeing on Instagram is just, like, toxic in our lives that we mm-hmm. need to start filtering that out. Yeah. Like, now. Like, I think there's a movement for it now. And while everyone is starting to be a bit more open, like, filter out your Instagram. Like, start unfollowing people like we were saying, like, I personally don't even care if I lose half my following for being like this because in the end of the day, if I'm influencing at least five or six girls that might not commit suicide because the girls are bullying them over these things, then that's enough for me. Totally. Like, in the end of the day, if my influence is just helping a few and I'm going to lose half my following, like, I don't care. Like, it's not about that for me. It's not about numbers for me. It's not about, like, getting, like, that $5,000 paid post or hitting, like, the $5,000, like, thing to be able to get more paid posts or anything. It's all about just influencing people and I think like the word influence is not even connected to its meaning anymore that's because everyone's an influencer but are they even influencing like they're not making a difference they're not replying back to those girls who are asking to get their like foundation color matched or they're not like these influencers aren't replying back to these boys that want to ask like oh how do you edit this photo to make it look like that I want to be a photographer too like these influencers aren't influencing at all they're just like putting in the cash really and I think like once you start like filtering out those kind of influences and having more influences that are actually influence. Like the word influence just doesn't connect with itself anymore. That I think like, I wish I used another word. <laughs> no, but it's so true. Like yeah. that's so true what you said about how it's so disconnected from its meaning because yeah. being, if you are an influence to someone else and it's like, you know, these days it's on Instagram. There's always been influences. Yeah. That's like why there are, famous people and then they're just plebs like you know there's there are people that have something to say mm. and there are people that are good communicators and there are people that are good at influencing mm-hmm. others and it doesn't make them better or bigger or anything else like that but that's just their gift yeah so and I think like people think that the number of followers makes their influence like you can have 20 followers but you can still be going out and influencing people doing memo t- like memo talks and stuff like that. Yeah, absolutely. But you could have 100,000 followers and not be doing anything at all. You could be just taking that photo and warping your body and putting it up and making people depressed about it. You're not being an influencer. And that's so true. There's, I, like, I used to always sort of have this <clears throat> opinion with Instagram um, where it was like, you know, what someone else posts is 
they're not responsible for what they're posting. I'm responsible for how I react to it. Mm. But lately, I've been thinking that that's not really true. I think every single time you open your mouth, every single time you write something, every single time you do anything, you have a responsibility about what you're saying. Yeah, definitely. Because, like, it doesn't matter who you're talking to, whether it's your child or whether it's your mum or whether it's 100,000 people on Instagram or whether it's, you know, people on a podcast, whatever it is, you are responsible for what you're saying and you are responsible for, like, what you say can either make someone feel like shit mm. or it can make them feel amazing and change their life. So... Yeah, you are responsible for every single thing that you post. Like if you're posting, I don't know, your perfect bikini body every single day and you're, and you're filtering it how you want it and you're doing this and you're doing that and whatever and like fine. If you sit there and you're like, I can, you know, I'm allowed to post whatever I want. I can do whatever I want. That's really great. But you yeah, also but have a responsibility. responsible for having that influence like girls feeling uncomfortable about their own bodies then. Totally. Like that's their responsibility then. You know that there are young girls flicking through Instagram, they see that picture and they're going to go, why don't I look like that? And I think in the end of the day, like, it doesn't matter if you've got fake following or you're being fake on Instagram as in, like, warping your body or um, blurring out cellulite and pimples and all that. Like, I think in the end of the day, once you put down that phone, are you going to be really happy with yourself? Yeah. Like, deep down, like, are you going to – you're going to know that you bought that fake following. You're going to know that you – blurred out your skin and people are saying oh my god you have the best skin but it's like you know deep down that you don't and you yourself are just going to be depressed as much as those people that watch your content are going to be so true and people sitting there going oh your body's amazing your body's this like I know I was going through even the other day I posted a photo um like because obviously I'm pregnant at the moment and it's so weird with my first pregnancy I honestly thought I was like a fucking goddess I was like <laughs> I'm so beautiful I'm glowing I love being pregnant I love my showing off the bump yeah oh and I just like didn't care like I just didn't care about my body because all I could think about was not what I looked like but what my body was doing I was mm. like this is amazing what a miracle I'm creating life because I never thought I'd be able to so I was just like wow 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 this is incredible and then after I had my daughter I was one of the lucky ones that just managed to bounce back really quickly. I have no fucking clue how it happened. I was more surprised than anybody. Like, just good genes, being young and, like, breastfeeding. I don't know. That's all I can think of. (laughs) But then this time, and it's, like, probably because I also just didn't care. Like, I didn't care whether I bounced back because I got my kid. That's all I cared about. This time, though... It's been so different. I've been like beating myself up like mad. I look in the mirror and I'm like, oh my God, I'm getting so fat. And I'm going on the scales every day. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm only supposed to put on this much and blah, blah, blah. So that's not baby. And I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? Like I'm pregnant. I'm supposed to get fat. Why am I sitting on the floor of the cupboard, like bawling my eyes out about being fat when I'm literally like growing a kid? Yes, I'm going to get like I'm going to put on weight because there's a human inside of me. So that's going to happen. Like for my baby to be healthy, I need to be putting that on. But because I was sitting there flicking through Instagram and looking at all these girls who just like, you know, and their baby reveals and stuff yeah. like that. Oh my God. And it's like, yeah, it's, it's they had an, a baby reveal. They had a 
baby gender reveal of their gender of the baby as well as their baby reveal saying they're having a baby. Then they also have a party (laughs) because they realise that they're having a girl so they're going to have a party about that as well. And then they have their, like, obviously their christening parties and all that kind of stuff. They have, like, eight parties these days for one baby. Oh, my God. It's so nice. And you're like, where is this money coming from? I know. I'm like, how the – I'm like, I looked into getting a balloon garland and that's just fucking (laughs) The black one that, like, has all the colour pop out. Oh, my God. All of that. I was like, yeah, how? do people afford this shit because like i don't know where they're pulling this money from and and like just half the stuff that you see and you're like oh i guess i need that and like even i remember yeah my first my daughter's first birthday party and i was like okay so it's gonna look really good for instagram and i'm just gonna make sure i've got the number one balloon and i've got this amazing cake and like yeah. you go to get a you know a cake quoted they're like so it's four hundred dollars for a cake and i'm like oh my god like do i have to go suck someone's dick just to be able to pay for my <laughs> one-year-old daughter's cake because that's fucked. Who wants spend $400 at a cake? <laughs> and it just gets so... The I'm cake like, probably wouldn't even taste that good. It's just for the outside as well. Totally. And it's just about what it looks like and, like, got the, I don't know, whatever, like, the marble look or whatever's yeah. going on these days. And, like, I'm trying to make a grazing platter and I'm so bad at those things. I, I suck at anything visual. I'm trying to make this thing look nice and all I'm thinking about is... Instagram. Instagram. <laughs> Which is fucked. My one-year-old is like, Mom, I don't care. I just like Emma. And (laughs) I'm like, no, we can't have an Emma party because it's tacky. (laughs) It will look gross on Instagram. In reality, are they, apart from photos, they're not going to remember. They're not going to really care, to be honest. They're not going to look back and be like, oh, my God, that balloon garland is amazing. So glad you spent $1,000 on it, (laughs) Mum. So glad you sold yourself in the corner for that, (laughs) Mum. Yeah. I'm so glad you don't have a kidney anymore because you paid for my balloon garland. (laughs) I could have done with that kidney. (laughs) My kid had a fucking balloon garland. Like, it's so... Like, and it's it's so laughable, really, isn't it? Yeah. Like we, It's when, a massive joke. <laughs> when you sit back and look at the things that we do and how we act, and because no one is exempt from it, it doesn't matter whether you're an influencer like you with 120,000 whatever followers or whether you're, you know, someone with 200 fo- followers or 5,000 followers, we all do it. No one is better yeah. than someone. We all do that shit. We just are doing everything for everybody else. Yeah trying to prove ourselves and because we're constantly comparing it's just like this huge comparison thing but what we're comparing is like completely it's just complete inauthenticity Mm. like what you're comparing yourself to is just fake and another fake person you're comparing yourself to another fake life and everyone's just trying to one-up each other and no one's being authentic no and that's why it's so as soon as you posted about like what you did when, you know, after that Christmas or when you first spoke about Full of Love Club, like it just took off instantly because there were so many people that went, fuck yes, someone said it. Yeah, it was about time someone was like, not saying that I'm the only person that's being real right now, but it's about time that people are being real. Yeah. Yeah. And the more people that do it, like, you know, and because everyone has a different following and you know you you listen or you resonate with different people so it's like it's not just about one person doing it it's about everyone doing it yeah everyone making the and it's like I don't know um about you but for me like you know not that I have a huge following or anything but I sort of a few years ago started just being really real and you know like obviously I'm a bit of an open book maybe not with photos but 
definitely because that's because I should I'm shit at photos. <laughs> but with my words, I just started being really honest and authentic and just saying things how it was, how it is, and just started talking about things that no one was talking about. And it was so freeing. It oh, was yeah. so freeing just to be able to be like, oh, God, I can stop pretending now. Like, my this is first, who I am. Yeah, my I went on my first date with my boyfriend without makeup on. And honestly, it was just like, I didn't even care, like, at all. I had, like, a whole chin breakout because I was stressed out, like, the whole week before. And I didn't care. And honestly, it was, like, the, the little tick. Like, that was the first tick on my list. Like, go makeup free on a date. Yes. So, like, I feel like once you start you like open your mind up completely and like it all just beca- like it all just falls into place after that once you start like the first step it's either like going makeup free mm-hmm. changing your diet to help with your mental health like anything that first step like once you do that like it's just such a relief and it be such a weight like it's such a weight off your shoulders because you don't have to pretend anymore you don't no. have to put on a show for anybody it's like either like, this is who I am. Either like it or fuck off, really. Like, yeah. and you don't have to like it. Not everyone's supposed to like everybody. No. And that's uh, here's what we another think. thing, too, is like everyone just expects, like, I've got to look like this and then everyone will love me. Yeah. But in reality, even if you do do that, no one's going to like, not everyone will love you still. Like, there's always going to be someone that you don't click with. Yeah. And that be online or in person. But I think that we all just think if we just look this certain way, that everyone's going to love us. Yeah. And, like, our aesthetics is something that is something we can control, Mm. I guess, more easily than a lot of other things, especially these days. It's easy to, I guess, control our aesthetics so then we can control whether or not people like us and use that as sort of, yeah. Yes, we're all being a little bit manipulative online. (laughs) Totally. Yeah. And it's so true. And, yeah, like, whether you think you are, you probably, like, or you don't, you probably still are because Mm. we all do it. Even I do like it and I'm like, I'm so real, but I will still like skin is a huge thing for me. Yeah. Because I had like perfect skin when I was a teenager, but then when everyone else had perfect skin as adults, that's when I broke out. So that's really awesome. Um, And it's like, you know, and as you said, it's uh, an expression for me of like hormones or whatever's going on. And it's Mm -hmm. my body telling me that I need to sort my shit out. But. I would always go into Facetune and I'd tune out all the pimples because I was like, oh, I'd hate for anyone to think that I have anything but perfect skin. Yeah. Which is so fucked because then someone else is looking at that and they're thinking, oh, my God, look at her skin. It's so I know. And it's just a cycle. It's like this vicious cycle. So it's like I think once we break that cycle and at least some of us start being real, it will eventually come back and then we might have a little bit more realness on Instagram and online. Yeah, absolutely. Where do you think it's headed? Honestly, I don't think anytime soon. Like, just think about, like, models. How long has it taken us to hit that whole height thing? Like, you, like I obviously did a lot of modelling. That's how I started. Yeah. And for me, I'm only – I'm a shorty. I'm 165. And to be at least signed, you have to be 175. I was going Holy to shit. Vivian castings. I was going to all these Billabong castings. I was going to, like, Showpo castings. And everyone's like, no, you're too short. You're too short. I got Instagram. I wasn't too short anymore because I had a following. Like, yeah. that, that's totally switched. As, as soon as people were like, wow, we need more than just a height. Like, the, a height thing – is like what well, we're really capping it off there. Not everyone's sh- like tall. Mm. So like as soon as influencing started, a lot of influencers were getting these modeling jobs because they realized that influencing was a lot more like, what's the word, kind of like better for their company in the long run than like this taller girl. 
So, yeah. like, a lot of shorter girls were starting to get booked for jobs because they had a little bit of following. And then I think the, the next big move was, like, obviously colour. Yeah. Like, and then next thing I think is going to be weight. And then yeah. it's just going to keep going from there. And I think in time we'll completely change shift of this whole Photoshop look. Mm-hmm. But I think it's going to take a lot of movement. Like, it's going to be... There's going to be all of us on Instagram going, F you, print media, or, like, nothing's going to change if we don't do anything about it. And it is definitely starting, yeah, like, as you said, it's it's starting to change it. And companies are realising, like, what how even um, the last Victoria's Secrets, how everyone was going up about, like, where were the real girls? Where were the you girls with You know what's so curves? funny? There's these Instagrams that are obviously, like, picking up on this unrealistic view there's a few i can't remember any on top of my name because they are really great to look at but it like shows these victoria's secret models obviously they have photographers like photographers at the show the mm. photographers have posted the photo and then the victoria's secrets posted the photo this account grabs both of them and shows that the victoria's secrets these like holy grail models are still photoshopping their bodies holy shit it is like the best thing to look at because you're like if they don't love themselves because of social what the social media said like what is that saying for everyone else like they're literally yeah. like singeing their waist in these victoria's secret models that are up in front of like millions of people around the world online and like on tv because of this show that's like the best thing in the world and they're still photoshopping their bodies that's and it's like so what does that say nuts. like we like we have to change if that's like if that's those kind of people taking one million dollars to walk a catwalk, and they're doing that. Like, what's the what's the rest of us gonna do? Like, it's just like so mind boggling. Like, just shows that like it it has nothing to do with changing anything on the outside. It has no. nothing to do with that because it doesn't matter what you look like. You can be, you know, fifty kilos or one hundred and fifty kilos, and you can still feel just a shit about yourself yeah it does not matter like no. it you know like um yeah it's everyone everyone is feeling shitty about themselves oh yeah definitely and that's i think that's so why nice. i opened up full of love club because i'm like there isn't a safe space for this topic like yeah. yes there's like entrepreneurial women's and like they're all these women are going and catching up and doing like these business brunches and i was like then there's men doing this thing and there's heaps of like prostate cancers and breast cancer foundations and stuff but mental health is really like shoved underneath the carpet like mm. it's a very dark place that people don't like to talk about and like i think it needs to come become fashionable for people to start talking about it so i'm like i've got this fashionable sense on my instagram i've got these like i've got 120,000 people following me if I start making like mental health in a fashionable event space that people feel welcome and can sit down and go, hey, you go through anxiety, so do I. Like, let's talk about it. How do you fix your problems? That's like what I wanted to start was like an event space and a safe space online that was fashionable to get people hooked onto it and they want to come to these events. Then it would start a movement. Totally. And I love like and I think there's so much healing in realizing that you're not alone. Mm. I think that's one of the biggest things because a lot of people um, <coughs> I know like in mum world, that's the hugest thing. A lot of we've spoken about PND a lot on this um, podcast and and a lot of the problem is that, uh, you know, like a new mum sitting there going, I'm the only person feeling like this. I'm the only person feeling overwhelmed. Everyone, I go on Instagram and everyone's sitting there talking about their angel child and like, oh my God, like look at this peaceful, perfect little angel and I just love being a mum. But that's only because you've seen that little snippet of their world. Absolutely. Yeah. So they're sitting there going, oh my God, I'm the only one who my literally... My child is born of Satan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally. 
<gasps> my kid just said fuck four times the other day. Like, am I the? Oh, I'm a, such a bad mum. Like, that's actually a true story. But um, <laughs> you know, like you, you if you're not talking to other mums and no one's sitting there going. Hey, my kid sucks balls at sleeping, or like, hey, I literally bawled my eyes out in the closet the other day for no reason except for the fact that, like, my kid was being a shit. Or I called my new one pizza for dinner when he asks a piece of a dinner. Oh, seriously. Or like, I called my newborn an asshole, and then I felt really bad about it just because they bonked my head. Like, they've got a floppy head they didn't mean to. Just all these things. And once people start saying it, everyone else just goes, oh my God. I'm not alone. Yeah. I'm not like I'm not a psycho. I'm not a bad mum. I'm not a bad person. There's nothing wrong with me. These feelings and you know, I think like as you're talking about, you know, the mental health side of it, like there'd be so many men and women, well, girls and boys, that like they're feeling, you know, depressed and, and anxious about all of these things because they feel like they're the only ones, because they're like, there's something wrong with me. You know what's so crazy? Just anxiety-based, right? Yeah. One in three of us suffer some sort of anxiety. Oh, like, that's a stat. Doesn't and surprise like, me And, like, I all. myself, I suffer post-traumatic stress disorder from a workplace bullying incident, which then oh. led me to have OCD, and now I have claustrophobia as well because I was pushed into a corner by this man. So now I can't even have my boyfriend's legs on top of me without me freaking out. Like, I always have to have my legs on top when we cuddle. And, like, that's all from that one PSD, PTSD incident that has led me like that. But, like, I've now had three t- types of anxiety. And my other OCD part of it is because in that workplace bullying moment, I was told I wasn't good enough. So at work, I feel like I'm not good enough. So I put in 110% effort to make sure I'm good enough. Like, mm. And you don't realise what people go through until they do start talking. So that's why this space was created. Yeah. Mm. That's incredible because, yeah, and, like, for starters, that's actually fucked. I didn't mean to say incredible. I meant that's actually fucked. Um, bloke men. Um, but yeah, exactly. As you said, once you start talking about it, it's like how women are starting to come out and go, oh yeah, I've been raped. Like mm. I just, I never, I just didn't want to tell anyone because like I thought it was my fault. I was oh. too drunk or, you know, that kind of thing. And the amount of girls that can sit there and go, yeah, that's absolutely happened to me, but I didn't think that I was allowed to talk about it. I didn't think I was allowed to suffer from it. I didn't think that I was allowed to be upset about it or, or you know, I was taking responsibility for it because I thought it was my fault. But people are starting to speak out. And, and it's the good healing. thing is that we've got Instagram that we can speak yes, out. We exactly can be right. global about this. We can't just be like one girl on a podcast that may not get shared around, you know? Yeah. Or we can't be like one girl doing an Instagram story or like a YouTube video. Like there's everyone that can access this. Like we're not just one person online. Yeah. Like there's a whole community and there's like our, we're global on that. Like and we can like make a massive difference from it. But it's just we've chosen not to. We've chosen to do the opposite we've chosen to be unreal when we should be real yeah follow the trend like instead of (laughs) and I mean you know that like Dr Seuss quote like why fit in when you were born to stand out kind of thing like we're so scared to stand out when like exactly as you said like we've got social media there but we're not utilizing it we can the the thing with social media is we can make it whatever the fuck we want to make it. Mm-hmm. But we're choosing every single time we post something fake, every single time we follow someone fake, every single time we feed into that, we are choosing to make social media that as yeah. opposed to making it real, making it a place where we 
<coughs> can be real and talk about it's so funny because like facebook is like we're here to connect and it's like no one's connecting yeah totally <laughs> it's like we're actually just here to sit behind our keyboards and be really cunty to each other <laughs> to just like people we don't know we're like i'm just gonna like tell this person to die because i don't agree with them <laughs> i hate facebook so yeah, wild same i realized that facebook wasn't cool anymore when my 13 year old sister was like what's facebook I'm like, <laughs> I feel like that was me when I was like, what's what's MySpace? But I feel like it's just like, Facebook's not cool anymore. Oh, MySpace was my jam. Yeah. MySpace is where I was at. Did you have music when you loaded your page? Absolutely. Yeah. And it was like, I um, I mean, I was a fr- like, I was a loser. I was really into musical theatre. So you can imagine what my um, MySpace looked like. <laughs> <It was> like <laughs> you'd click onto MySpace, it would have like the wicked soundtrack. Everyone's like, oh God, this girl is cool. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, MySpace was wild. It was so, like, let's go back to where we just like raided our friends and just had fights over that. No, don't. That was horrible. But <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, we we do get to make the most out of social media, and I don't think people are. I don't think people realize their own power, and I mean that's a huge underlying issue just in itself, and like a huge statement. Like people don't realize their worth, and they don't realize their power, and they feel like especially. I guess, influenced by people who are bigger than them or seem bigger than them or whatever it is. And they're like, I could never be like that. Or I just have to just like, I guess, be a sheep in a way. I just have to survive. It's like high school. Like you just do whatever you got to do to survive. You just be friends with whoever you got to be friends with just to like make it through to the end. And it's just so many people are just trying to survive instead of like realizing that everyone has a voice and everyone has the power to make change and everyone is worth it like Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter who you are it doesn't matter how many followers you have you even if you influence one person if one person sees your post and they're like oh my god I was having a really shitty day as well thank you so much I need to hear this yeah done amazing yeah like, you could have made that one person feel like shit by posting something about, oh, yeah, just had another awesome day, just, like, story of my life. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, next question. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually had it, and I forgot it. Um, oh, tell us more about Full of Love Club and where it's going, what it's doing. So we're starting off with Sunshine Coast because it was actually going to be just, like, a little thank you kind of thing like yeah. it started off with I was like oh my god these these girls are loving what I'm doing like I'm getting so many DMs on my Instagram that I can't keep up with it I'm like I just want everyone to meet up and we just say thank you and then like hurrah and goodbye kind of thing yeah and then I was like no I want to do more than that like I've always been like a more like I want to give more I want to do more I've done like stuff with scars which is like a Sunshine Coast animal refuge and I, they mm. are like a hundred like all these dogs and stuff that were in the pound for over a hundred days and they were called the hundred plus club. I'm like, no, why are they in the pound for that long? Like I understand like people just want to go for the fluffy little cute dog, but like all these other dogs, someone will connect with that. Like, and I can use my following to connect them with it. So I've always been like, I want to give more, more, more. And then this event day of me just saying, thank you turned into full of love club where it could be a continuous thing or it could be like, go on to this space. If you don't want to see me like, thank you guys all the time go into this space and I'll keep sharing more quotes and I'll create this space where you can if you are feeling a little bit down go on there and go oh this quote actually really helped me today I feel a lot better yeah and that kind of stuff so it came it first started off as like an Instagram page where I could like 
post like quotes and like a little bit about myself and like what I was doing with Full of Love Club and like I wanted to make t-shirts to help raise funds and stuff like that and then I was like but I still want to do that event thing so I decided to just mash them together and so we have our first one on the 9th which is next weekend on the Sunshine Coast and it was like just a little picnic and then we sold out overnight, like 24 hours. We sold out all the tickets. Holy shit, how and many there was, tickets there? Was were there was 30. So, like, it yep. was a decent amount for, like, this thing that came out of nowhere within four days. Yeah. And so, and then before we even put the tickets online, though, we've already organized the Brisbane one. Like, it was just insane, the response we were getting from it. And it was just because we were being real. Like, we weren't, we were just saying, here's a safe space. We're real, you're real. Come along to it and we'll chat about our problems, pretty much. And we have... Some amazing speakers, aka you. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, everyone. You're going to the <laughs> and then Come we have the Rachel from Gifts with Grief who talks about she lost her dad, husband, and brother Fuck. and has learnt how to take the gift out of grieving. And I need that. Like, I think everyone needs that. We do eventually mm. have to lose people around us. That's life. It happens unless they make some miracle drug and we can all live forever. But at some point in our life, we're going to lose someone and I want to learn how to cope with that properly. Like, yeah, and she can totally. tell me that. So having guest speakers like that come along to the events and help girls and young, like it's open to girls and young men, but obviously I'm a girl and like, I like pink, so it looks a bit more girly. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a bunch of blokes coming along. Yeah, they're like and they're all sipping got like, on their rosé. <laughs> yeah, it will be, sorry. But, <laughs> um, yeah, this is cool. Yeah, they're like, yeah, totally, yeah. <laughs> um, but I just wanted to like create something that, it could like thank people and give them a little insight into what an event is. Like I wanted to give, I kept getting this message saying, oh my God, you're so lucky to go to these events with like these really high big boutiques and get a free goodie bag that has all this stuff in it. I'm like, why do I only get that? Like I want other people to experience that, that little bit of like, this is my day. I want to do something for me. Like I want a me day for everyone. And like, that's what it was about. Like you can come and you get a little bit spoiled. You have all these sponsors. We've had some incredible sponsors, which is insane. Like the response has created all these sponsors be like, I want to be part of that. And like, everyone's jumping on board that you can come and get these really well-known brands sponsored, like your gift bags and stuff. And then at the same time, you have a special speaker that can help you. You can have one-on-one time with them. And not even that, like, you could sit next to someone, they could be going through the same shit as you. Yeah. And, like, you could make a friend from that, or you might get advice from it. Like, it was just, like, it just came out of nothing. And, like, I think now looking back, this would have come no matter what because of the person I am. Like, I've always, like I said, I'd been a giver. But I didn't expect Full of Love, to- Love Club to come how it did. And I think that's only because of the people responding to it has made that. Like, yeah. Because, like, I think we needed something. We needed something for mental health body positivity and self-love like there was nothing here for us like we were were just trapped in this negative space for so long like we needed something oh I absolutely agree like so much and do you think a lot of it is it's like you needed it like oh yes yeah has it it been really healing for you yeah I feel like the more effort I put into this like I have a business and I've been doing more of this because it helps me more even yeah. though it's like fa- financially, I should be working on my business. But for me, mentally, this is helping me way more. And I'd rather put my effort into this. Like, it's definitely helping me as a person and making me understand myself as well. Mm. Um, and if that's how I'm helping others, then I'm figuring out who I am at the same time. Oh, absolutely. And I love, like, the idea of the events because, like, what's more real than seeing people in real life, yeah. you know, and taking it away from like the Instagram world where, you know, people 
can put on fronts or they, you know, like yeah. often <laughs> you'll see someone online and then you meet them in person. You're like, oh, you look a little bit different to what I thought you would look like. Or yeah. like, <laughs> yep. you know, like actually take people away from that and let people Isn't it crazy? Like, I don't know if you want to bring it up, but we went for a little drink before and yeah. this girl, <laughs> this girl stops me and I have extensions in, like I've cut my hair off to a blunt bob, which is like really noticeable and I have my hair in a pony and extensions in and she could still recognize me because I don't feel to myself. Yeah. Like, can you imagine like how different life would be if people didn't feel to themselves? Like there's, I've, I've met a lot of people during my time being online and like, That's, I've got to yeah, say 99% of them aren't what they say they are online, especially like money-wise. Like money-wise, it's like, yeah, cool, they have Louis Vuitton bags, but that's a really good bag and that's why they only show that one off. Yes. Like That's what I reckon, like yeah. a lot of people pretending they're like And like I've had so many, like I had like an old friend and she's like, oh my God, look at this girl. She has like all these amazing bags. I'm going to have a kick-ass business so that I can like do that too. I'm like, she only is showing off the best of her. Like, don't, don't mind fuck yourself right now. Like, you're literally hacking your brain thinking that's the only thing you could aim for. And she's like, yeah, but she's got all this Louis Vuitton and stuff. I'm like, yeah, but how many crappy bags do you think she has? Like, yeah. people just don't see past what is on Instagram. Um, as, like, an influencer and going to, like, all the different mm-hmm. events and stuff and all that kind of thing, what is it? Like, do, does everyone sort of get there and and it's, like, really natural and normal or is everyone on their phones? Um, Look, or... like, I've got to say it's, like, a little bit of a high school playground. Yeah. Like, you have your different groups. Like, I, <laughs> I stopped going to them because I was like, I cannot do this anymore. <gasps> like, I literally couldn't sit and watch people and how they acted. To Like, they would, like, be on their phone being so stupid, like, all for Instagram. Turn it off. They put their Instagram story off. They put their phone down. They're totally different. Like, a totally different person. Really? Like, it's, it's this fake life that they're portraying online. Like, they have this amazing personality and they're so funny. But you actually talk to them and they're so boring. Shit. Like, it's it's all for publicity. Like, I even met this guy who got arrested and got his partner to take photos so he could send it into the mail, like, Daily Mail. And it's like, he's like, any publicity is good publicity. I'm like, <laughs> you got arrested for drink driving. Like, <gasps> what What example are you setting here? You have young women and men follow you that they're going to think that's cool now because they saw you. Or what? Or these girls are getting taken out of, like, the Kardashians thing, like, oh, face yeah. down and stuff. Or they're being seen giving, like, people at festivals drugs that are 15 and stuff it's like what example are you giving these kids like they're not realizing yeah you're cool and you got a bit of money because you've put some youtube videos up and stuff that like that but you're not being an influence like you're being a bad influence and you're being a fake influence that's so nuts actually i like not that i'm um an influence or anything like that but i went to one um event one time i think actually you were there it was on the sunshine coast and the 2.0 one Ah, uh, no. That's what I thought. Oh, no. I was there as well, but there was, was also like, another one. The first one. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I remember going and seeing and, like, pretty much, like, it was just, like, a local sunny coast thing. And there's a lot of really awesome, cool oh, girls on the I coast. I think, like, the coast has been a little bit sheltered from Instagram, being honest. <laughs> yeah, totally. Like, we're all so humble because we know, like, it's, it's the sunny coast, like... Yeah, and there are a lot of old girls. They're older, like there's mummies there and stuff like that. So I feel like it's a totally different ball game as soon as you go south. Like, 
Yeah. Yeah, it changes. Like in Sydney, oh my God, that's like cutthroat there. <laughs> oh, I can just imagine. But yeah. I remember going to this event and like everyone was like really cool. I was chatting away to all these different people. And um, I remember seeing one girl and she, like on Instagram, she has like fuckloads of followers, like heaps, like so, so many. And I rem- like, I'm not very good at Instagram. And I remember someone going to me, oh my God, she's got like, I can't remember how many, but anyway, she's lots. And I was like, oh shoot, no way. Anyway, everyone else is chatting to each other. This one girl who's got bazillions of followers on Instagram is literally on her phone the whole time. I went to eat from the grazing table and she was like, oh, um, can you actually not? I haven't taken a photo yet. No. no. <laughs> and I was like, oh, girl, got to eat. There's like a grazing table here. <laughs> like, that's what it's there for, for eating. And she would be sitting there like, taking like the snapchat video-y like story things like oh oh my god so much fun having so much fun at this event like flicking her hair and like (laughs) and she's like would come up she puts it up and it's like a totally different side of her like she's boring and she hasn't spoken to a single person the only time she's spoken to anyone these massive influencer events it's exactly it's like they put it on for the instagram and then as soon as they're off like yeah they kind of have their groups and they sometimes get invited to the same kind of parties so they'll like hang out with each other but they're not what they're made out on instagram to be and are they like friends or are they just like you know what insta friends i can't say i've ever been within a insta like you know like taylor swift gang yeah. like she's got a gang <laughs> yeah. and it's very very marketed like if you're not in a taylor swift gang <laughs> then you know that you're not going to get better or have you watched like um sh- i've watched a lot of shane dawson and like mm-hmm. he did the jake paul one the Jake Paul, Logan Paul, which are for the Paul brothers. And it's like they have their Instagram house. And it's like very like if you're not in the Instagram house, we, well, you can come in. We take a percentage of your income and then you'll be in our Instagram house because you're going to get bigger from us. Like I think there's a lot of that as well, like even within friend groups. Like it wouldn't surprise me. Like I can't say I actually like I'm 100% certain, but it wouldn't surprise me. Oh, That's yeah. how fake it is. Isn't that so nuts? And these are the people that young girls are looking up to. I know. That's the scary thing, hey? And, you know, like I always think, like for me, and you you were talking about your younger sister and your cousin, and that's it is a really huge wake-up call <coughs> when you think of people like that or your future daughter. Like for me, I grew up with in a house full of girls with three younger sisters, so I think that reality hit me a little bit earlier because I was like what do I want my little sisters looking up to and you know I used to see them following particular people or looking at certain people and feeling like shit because they didn't look like that or you know and I saw them suffering and then I had a I realized I was having a daughter and I was like who do I want to be like who like what do I want them to see? What do I want? Do I want them hating themselves because they don't look like this? Or do I want them in this fake world where they're having to pretend they're someone they're not? Or do I want them to realize that every body is beautiful and every face is beautiful and every everything is beautiful and it doesn't matter what you look like. It's about who you are as a person and how you treat other people. Like instead of bringing them into this world of pretend really Mm. it's just like a barbie world it's just pretend world and yeah i think if people start thinking about you know be the person that you want your daughter to look up to Mm. like 
that's everything. Yeah. Like, definitely. who do you want your daughter to be looking up to? I think our generation is um, changing a lot of things. You know, I think we're quite vocal about what we want and the change that we want. And, like, you know, and change is happening quite quickly. Like, as far as a lot of things, like, as you, we were talking about before, just even with models, how they used to, you had to be a certain height, a certain weight, a certain look, colour, everything to be able to be a model. Now, you know, it doesn't matter, you know, people are starting to be more open and like women are demanding and men are demanding real. They're demanding more real people. I find like there's only really two, three proper boutiques and like bikini brands that actually do this right and Shopo is one of them. Like, do you see that they put like a girl who's like one of the younger girls, she's a bit thinner, probably size like six to eight and she's in one outfit and then there's a plus size model in the same outfit next to each other to show you can still look beautiful in the same outfit or you just, you can use the same materials and stuff but like wear the skirt and a shirt instead of the dress and you can still pull off the same look. But just because you're different size doesn't mean you can't look like that at all. Like, and I feel like yeah. there's very, very small percentage of companies that are doing this right. Yeah, and like, I, I don't know if you saw, but there was like a company on, I think they're Brisbane or Gold Coast base. I'm not going to drop names or anything, but <laughs> they got slammed for their box shot of their bikinis on Facebook and became a running joke on Facebook because this girl looked like she had no vagina because it was so photoshopped and so posed in a like way that everyone's like where is her vagina <laughs> oh i think i remember yes. that and it was like was it a particular type of bikini yeah, or something it was like the high-waisted yes, like 80s bikini and everyone's like that is not attractive anymore we've realized that we don't want these tiny little waist and stuff like we want we don't mind curves and we don't mind like in between sizes and it's like that that company switched around real quick. They had this, like, this girl I follow. She's amazing at body positivity. She was floating up that next day to shoot. Oh, really? Like, they really realized that people aren't taking shit anymore. Like, it's so true. I love yeah. that, though. Yeah. And, like, fair enough if you make a mistake. I remember that. That was so funny. And everyone's like, where the fuck are her flaps? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Has her flap not popped out? <laughs> If that was mine, you'd be out. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> like, I didn't even bother trying. <laughs> It'd literally be like hot dog um, in a bun. Anyway, <laughs> but I love that people, I love that people are making noise though. Mm. And they're going, that's fucked. Like, yeah. that's not real. Do something different. And demanding more from companies. Yeah. And like, I think like if a company stocks the size, shows the size. Like they go, yeah. this company's like, oh yeah, we sh- we stock as like size eight to sixteen. And it's like, but you have size eight models only. It's so like, true. what about the size sixteen models? Like, what about I want to go and shop on your site because I really like the trend that you have. But I'm a size like sometimes eight to ten, depending on if I got a bloat or not. And it's like, if I know it's my time of the month and I'm going to have an event on that day, I want something <laughs> that's going to fit my size ten body, not my size eight body. Yeah. But you only show show these size six and eight. Like I don't know what that's going to look on me because it's a to- my body's totally different when it's that time of the month. Yeah, like oh, I look so like I'm probably like four months Macca's pregnant, and like <laughs> I like I'm to- I got big boobs. Like I'm a totally different yes. body, and it's like, but I don't know what that looks like. And I order it, and it doesn't look nice on me at all because it's not my size eight body, and it sucks because then you put it on and you're trying to you trying to squeeze into something that. Like, there's nothing worse than trying on something that's too small and then you just feel, like, even shitter about yourself. Oh, yeah. And because you're like, well, that model looked amazing and she wore it and she literally, like... And you know what? They all use the same model. Yes. Why do they do that? Like, I don't, like I'm shopping and I'm like, 
what side am I on again? Am I on this one, this one, or this one? Because you all use the same model. Yeah, yeah. Like, same so, shit getting around. Yeah. <laughs> Big tits, small everything else. Yeah. Yes. And it just becomes so confusing for the customer. Yeah. Like, let alone when they're then sharing the same images online and now all these girls are getting depressed because they don't look like that. Like, I think they need a change. Like, this whole body movement, body positivity, self-love is like, it needs to change because... We're just going to be stuck back in 2018 and I feel like 2019 is a totally different year. Yeah, I totally agree. I think people are demanding more than aesthetics. Yeah. I think that's like a really huge thing. And it, come, and it comes down to as well like even, um, you know, who we, who we love, who we choose to be with, who we um, like, you know, as far as equality goes, like it, it's not just limited to – male and female or it's not just limited to if you're a girl you have to love a boy or it's not just limited to the size that you are or the clothes that you wear or anything like that I think people are wanting more than that they're wanting more than labels they're wanting more than numbers and sizes and what we look like the outside people are wanting to be not judged but wanting to be um I guess loved and accepted for everything on the inside and Mm. we're wanting more from that from each other like you know Mm. because and how amazing if we're if we get to a a state like imagine our children or our children's 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 children living in a world where they don't even see what they're looking at they're seeing who they're looking at you Mm. know like they're talking they judge someone on their soul and how they and how they act as a person how they treat others as opposed to their race or who they love or like imagine if that is not even a thing yeah. how enjoyable would life be it's i i definitely think that's going to come in time but i think yeah we definitely need to get off the online world for that to happen because that's what's keeping us back is like that social media yeah and the pictures i mean like and that's the thing with instagram is it is photos so how do we how do we take that and turn it into like how do we take pictures and photos and make it not about aesthetics i think that comes down to your captions then love (laughs) (laughs) you come to the right place (laughs) that's your forte (laughs) so sure as hell can't take photos (laughs) gotta be good at something (laughs) um this chat has been so unreal. I honestly haven't even looked at the clock the whole time. I was supposed to be um, making my podcast shorter, but sorry, everyone. <laughs> Too bad. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, if you could leave people with one. Oh, my God. I forgot. Okay. Sorry, everyone. I was supposed to start this year off with every podcast. I was supposed to ask the guests particular questions. I've been thinking about this for months, and then I come in today, and, and I you just were completely just forget. on the first one. <laughs> oh, it was supposed to begin because I love personality profiling. Yeah. Like, and how I sort of judge a person is by, like, pretty much two main questions and so from now on I'm going to ask all of my guests these two questions just so we can like really get an idea of the kind of person that you are. So anyway, this was supposed to be the beginning but we'll do it now. So um, what friend's character are you? Oh, like as in the TV show? Yes. Oh, oh gosh. I kind of like Phoebe in a mix of Rachel. Oh yeah, love that. Like a bit of Rachel and Phoebes. Yeah, like you know how Phoebes is kind of like... Uh, whatever and then like Rachel's like actually kind of strict yeah my body is like 
like all over the place and I can be both. Like I'm so mixed personality. <laughs> like it's like depend, depends on the day and like what type of mood I'm in. It's who you get. One or the other. Yeah. I was going to say, the next question is what's your star sign? I'm like, you're not a Gemini. I'm a Scorpio. Oh, yes, girl. Yeah. <gasps> fiery. I'm very fiery. That's what I mean. Like that's, that's the Rachel side of me coming out. But like mm. I definitely think that I've learnt to be the Phoebe side like throughout yeah. probably like my – late teen early like adult kind of life and that was like me growing up with the right people around me Mm, yeah I love that I actually had um an intuitive astrologer come on and do an episode unfortunately the timing just didn't work out but I'm going to get her on again and it was so interesting because she was talking about how like um our sun sign, which is mm-hmm. like your Scorpio sign, is what everyone else sort of sees of you. And then like you've got a moon sign and that's sort of like – so maybe that's like one's your Rachel and one's your Phoebe. Maybe. And there's like all these different oh, – anyway, I love that show. I'm so kooky. I like <laughs> – as soon as I meet people, I'm like, okay, what's your star sign? And like who are you? What friend's character are you? <laughs> <laughs> and then right away I'm like, oh, you're an Aries. I'm probably not going to get along or like <laughs> – or like you're Ross, I don't know. Well, you know. <laughs> yeah. Ross is a little bit like too like frantic for me. He's like always worrying a little bit too much. Oh yeah, I just like I, I just I find you know when I'm I think of Ross, I still connect him. Like even though his character is like Ross, I connect him to like the giraffe in Madagascar because I oh, feel really? like they're kind of the same. But <laughs> yes. like I'm a Disney princess. Like I always watch <gasps> that, Disney. Oh, that should be my other question. What Disney oh. princess are you? Oh, no, that's way too hard. I'm a little bit of a Little Mermaid, like Ariel, because I yes. kind of, like, I like to rebel and, like, follow my dream and, like, yeah. do what I want to do, not what people tell me to do. I love like, that. I don't want, like, my dad telling me, like, no, you can't. Actually, that kind of happened with me. My <laughs> my my stepmom was like, you're never going to, like, succeed in this. Oh, <gasps> no way. Or maybe you're a little bit um, Cinderella-y, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, like, I like to do what people say I can't do. Yes, I love yeah. that. I know exactly yeah. what you mean. Yeah. Just like, it's, it's almost like the push. If someone says to me, you'll never be able to do that. I'm like, yeah. can't wait I to will. prove you wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's why we're here. <laughs> <laughs> well, now we know what Disney princess you are, what friend character you are, and your star sign. So that's everything I need to know about you. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry that was you're at like, the end. You're not catching up with me again. <laughs> I'm like, well, you're a Scorpio. No. <laughs> my, um, actually, my si- my sister in law, her whole family is Scorpios. Like, just oh, wow. like side notes. So yeah, they like her and her partner, and the two kids are all Scorpios. It is hilarious. I'm like on the 24th, so I like cross between two. Oh, on the cusp. Yeah. So, so you're on the cusp. I feel like I'm not full like angry person like that person that like everyone's like, oh my god, you're a Scorpio. You're so cranky all the time. I'm like, <laughs> actually, I'm like, not. But if you get on my wrong side, I am. So just shut up. <laughs> Does that mean you're on the cusp of Sagittarius? I don't, what's the one before Sagittarius? Before. Uh, does it go? I think it goes Scorpio, then Sagittarius. Or before, or like on the other side. Yeah. Virgo. Yeah. Mm, I don't really know that I much don't about star sign. I don't know that one either, but we'll just say it is. I love like when people tell me their star sign and I go, and they're like why but I actually just don't know but it's just interesting just to make people be like fuck (laughs) (laughs) what's wrong with me um anyway so it's been so awesome having you on no it's been pleasure um we've had a lot of fun and have been chatting for ages and I love that I love a chat um 
And I'm so loving everything that you're doing. It's so awesome. And I think it's so important. I think people really need to take a leaf out of your book, a page out of your book. Maybe a leaf. My Instagram post? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what does it mean if you take a leaf out of something? <laughs> I always say um, sayings wrong. Yeah. Does Chris's head in. Um, but anyway, I'm going to say take a leaf out of your Instagram and start finding their own worth in who they are and being authentic and realizing that there's a lot of power in that and we have the ability to change our future essentially and change our kids future um so yeah thank you please tell us uh obviously your instagram handle i think that's pretty self-explanatory but also how do people find out more about full of love club um and events coming up when give us all the deets so Personal Instagram is Brooke Styles. Um, full of Love Clubs, just Full of Love Club. And we post pretty much all the time on there when anything's coming up. So any dates. Um, also, the website's fulloflovclub.com, which you can buy tickets to come to events. They usually are just to cover costs because everything otherwise comes out of my pocket and they'll be broke and I'll be <laughs> do anything with my life or drive anywhere or beat <laughs> myself anything. and pay rent. So please buy a ticket to help me. <laughs> please keep me alive. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so that's pretty much it. Yeah, we just post everything. We're pretty live on Instagram. Like we're trying to keep everyone up to date. We share all our sponsors on there so you can see who's on board. That's so awesome. I'm so bad at Instagram and keeping up with Instagram. (laughs) So good of you. Well, thank you so much for coming on, Brooke. This has been so much fun. Make sure you suss her out. Um, I'm sure already are, but if you're not, do it. All right. See you next week. Bye. Fleas Ask Mickey is a Hit Network original podcast produced at Hit 105 Studios in Brisbane. Created, hosted and produced by Michaela Burnett. Check out pleaseaskmickey.com. Editorial support from Julia Foskey, executive producers Scott McDonald and Matthew Eggleston. For more great audio stories, check out hit.com.au. Listener.